have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Atlanta, America, Worldwide, Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You're in Talking Random Ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. We are, I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. We have the lovely Starlight with us. Hello, people. We have the super duper producer Greg in the building. Greg, say what up? Greg said yo. Greg said yo. <laughs> Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. In this here barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We don't have but one rule and one rule only will. What is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say. Just don't be mean when you say it. Starlight, please tell the people what to do. If you would like to call in, the number is 404-603-8770 or... If you're in your mammy basement, please let mama know it is not one of the... Na 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 Sucker. He let mama know it's not one of them freaky deaky numbers. Every now and then we get a little freaky deaky. We probably won't be getting freaky deaky tonight. We might get freaky-ish, <laughs> but not freaky digging tonight. Freaky adjacent. Yeah. Freaky adjacent, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But let her know that the phone call is on us. That's one 926 But you can also find us right now. I'm talking about right down now. You can find us on Talking Random. It's Facebook page and YouTube page. That's T-A-L-K, comma, up top. Apostrophe. And T-A-L-K, comma, up top. Apostrophe. And that's Talking Random-ish. YouTube and Facebook Live right now. You can also catch us on Amazon Podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcast. You can also find us on Google Play Podcast. You can also find us on Spotify Podcast. You can also find us on Audio Audible Odyssey Podcast. You can find us on wherever you find podcasts. You can find Talking Random Ish. Get with y'all. It's about that time to open up the doors. The shop is now open. What to be good to my people? It be good. It be good. Shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, God, I'm loud. Shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. See, see, I think. What's the score right now, Starlight? Uh, Why do I think both of y'all mics are together? I don't know. Starlight Talk. Hello, can you hear me? Starlight Talk. I'm talking. Starlight Talk. I'm talking. Okay. There you go. <laughs> what's, what's the score looking like? Uh, it was 57 to 47 halftime. 5644? Was it 5644? That sound about right. That sound about right. Come on, Hawks. Do your thing. That's all I know. Can we get to it, home? I I need these people to be in the doggone. I need people in the... You know know it's more more Knicks in... And you know, in the stadium, that's what I'm saying. I need people in Atlanta to actually represent the team. Do not let New York represent their team in your home 
Bro, it's, city. it's probably more New Yorkers it's, it's in Atlanta vast, than man. Atlanta. Come on now. I'm but about not to say, it's more of everything in yeah. Atlanta than I Atlanta. Know. Right. <laughs> than Atlanta, right? Yes. We are That's very, we are very, very, very rare breed. Yeah. Gotta quit letting people take over your place, Georgia. Come on now. <laughs> Georgia ain't ours. <laughs> Georgia ain't ours. <laughs> hey, we got the. Hey, we got the. This is transplanters. Hey, hey, hey y'all know hey. family back in the building? Yes, sir. Yeah. We got the doctors in the building. Good evening, good evening. Yes, yes, yes. Good fellas, please let the people know who you are. I am Dr. Williams. I am Dr. Fowler. And, and we, we are, are Aligned for Life. For life. <laughs> and, and what is that model, fellows? <laughs> if you want to be fine, take care of your spine. Dang, all right. Yeah. It's summertime. That's right. That's right. That's are, are y'all the rap duo tonight? That's right. That's I guess right. so. Sound like y'all right. trying to get your R&B on. Well, right? well, you know, well, you know, it is getting late. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to sanitize some spine. Yes, so. <laughs> well, tonight y'all brought a special guest with y'all. Yes, we did. We yes, sure we did. did. Yes, we Who in the hell y'all brought in my barber shop? <laughs> we brought one of our lovely colleagues. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Yes, sir. Tell them who you are and why you're in my barber shop, man. All right. I'm Dr. Woodard Hampton. I um, am an acupuncturist who is in the same office complex as Aligned for Life. Um, and I'm so happy to be here to talk to you guys about acupuncture and whatever else comes up. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, you, <laughs> you stumbled upon... A night where um, a conversation got started about two, three weeks ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's another show that airs at seven o'clock on this here real 1100 station called The Forgotten Man okay. with the caller Turner. Turner. Mm-hmm. And um, about two or three weeks ago, I was sitting in um, engineering, and the good doctors was here. Mm-hmm. If you want to be fine. Was in the building, <laughs> and right. um, they stumped. The, initially, the conversation was about oval sexuality, okay. having too much. Okay. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Is it but a then, thing? but is then, I mean, this conversation is a thing. Yes, too much sex. Yeah, because yeah. too much no. of a good thing can be bad. Would yeah. it kill you? Again, too much of a good thing. You don't open up the can of worms. I got to know I wasn't in on this. So if I had sex too much, I'm going to die. So no. What's the number? 10,000 times? No, no. No, Will. No, no, Will. start counting. Let me put it like this. Potassium. Uh-huh. That's bananas. Good for us, right? Yeah. Well, when lethal injections are done, part of the chemistry that's in that concoction is potassium mm-hmm. because too much of potassium slows your heart down. Yep. Okay. So that's just an example. So no, too no, much no. of a good thing. Don't tell me about no potassium. No, I'm, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Too much of a good thing can be bad. But we talking about sex killing me because too much of too much of sex. Well, you know that has. Happened. I mean, there's some bad sex because it might be some AIDS or something with it. No. <laughs> Too much of that kind of sex for that. But I'm just like, is that that's? Is it? I need to know if it's a number because I need to start no. counting. Well, well, you know, everybody's number is different. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's exactly. right. That's right. Now it's up to you if you want to find out what your number is. Yeah. Right. Right. I ain't trying to catch my number, <laughs> but I'm trying to walk right up close to. <laughs> I'm brother. I read that on top of me. He went like he came. He went like he came. <laughs> went like he came. <laughs> but in the midst of that conversation, we stumbled upon the conversation mm-hmm. about erectile dysfunction. 
Okay. And for some reason, every time the doctors come, we stumble upon erectile dysfunction. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that's what's about. That about. I don't know what's that about. <laughs> Let me tell you what's about. Okay. It's, it's, it's one of the most forbidden, um, tabooed conversations amongst men. No, is it, it is. It is. I don't. Is it now? It I think black men don't talk. About men don't talk no. about not being can't can't. Oh, I, I can't. I, I think so. I think now they do, man. They'll be asking you, can do you have some pills for them nowadays? No, no, they ask you about a pill, but I got young boys asking about pills. Oh yeah, so I think a lot. So 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 the young boys asking about pills is not because they can't. Yeah. It's because they want to be able to keep on. Okay, I got some you. kids. Got some of them can't. Some of them can't. We are learning. We are learning now that we have more of the younger generation that are not able to perform. But in 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 initially, mm-hmm. hell, when 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 I was, let's jump on into it. Well, first of all, first of all, before we get into it, before we get into it, this week, this past week, um, two of the greatest in music in our music had birthdays this week. Mm-hmm. One of this man you listening to, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. had a birthday this week. And um, the Notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. also had a birthday this week. Mm-hmm. And I just want to go around the room, ask you real quickly, what was your favorite, what's your favorite Biggie song and your favorite Stevie Wonder song? And we're going to start off with the, the new doctor, the new doctor. <laughs> 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 what's, your, what's your favorite Biggie song and your favorite song? <laughs> Okay, my favorite Biggie song is Juicy. I can rap all the lyrics. Oh, that's it. <laughs> um, and then my favorite Stevie Wonder song is 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 um it's Ass. That is such a beautiful song. Yes, she's still, mm. she's still yes. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now Ass is my favorite. It's my favorite. Yeah, I gotta hear that. Ass is my favorite. Which um go go ahead um start like start with you. Go ahead. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I see you up my peripheral. My, uh, <laughs> my favorite Stevie Wonder song is "As" also, and um, as far as Biggie songs, I'm kind of torn between "Juicy" and uh, "Sky's the Limit." Okay. Because to me, "Sky's the Limit," I love the song, but mm-hmm. that video was just too cute because it was them as babies. Acting out instead of oh, uh, yeah. the adults, they had babies yeah, acting yeah, out. Everybody, yeah, so it was yeah, just yeah. that video is still amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know this name. Yeah. Well, well, it, 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 it got a big comeback when um in the best man. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the movie yeah. when they did when they um Neil Long the and um. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Just no, no, no. Neil Long and um. Take digs in the in the yeah. in the room. They were. I, hate that. <laughs> I know, but it also they played it at the wedding. At the yeah. yeah, it was the uh, they danced mm-hmm. instead of. And the then they scratched in the middle at the end. Yeah, 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 to wake them up out of the dream. They were, you know. But yeah, this is ass. This is my favorite. This is my favorite Stevie Wonder song. Okay. Along with a song on the B side of a ribbon in the sky, forty-five. Um, Black Orchard. Um, if you had that forty-five. But I was four. I was in the fourth grade, so I'm I'm sure most people don't <laughs> didn't have the 45 of ribbon in the sky. It was a song if called you had Black Good Orchard. parents, you did. How many parents was letting their kids bother their 45? Okay, exactly. Exactly. Will, what's your favorite? Uh, lately, lately, oh, great, oh, great one. And Big, you a suicidal suicidal thoughts. Great song. Mm. Great song. Great song. Mm. Dr. Fowler. 
Yes, sir. Man, you're you making it tough, man, because I like both artists. I like a lot of their songs. So uh, Stevie would probably have to be a Ribbon in the Sky. Um, and and then uh, hit, uh, Biggie, Hypnotize. Oh, <laughs> that's that's right. my number three. <laughs> Dr. B. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Hypnotize with Biggie. That's one of my favorite Biggie. Um, and as far as Stevie, man, I can't. I can't pick one, so I'll just go with my favorite album, which is Songs in the Key of Life. You cheat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, so, just the Dr. whole Dr. album. You cheat. <laughs> <Dr. laughs> uh, we'll allow it. 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 this show, man. Well, well, another one I like from Biggie, he did a collab with uh, Bone. Uh, Thugs and Harmony. I can't oh, remember man. the song. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the dangerous. Notorious Thugs. Ain't too big with us. Yes, they know we know ain't yeah. us. Just label us. Notorious Thugs. Notorious Thugs. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, my, fa- my favorite Classic. Biggie song is Everyday Struggle. Everyday Struggle. Everyday Struggle. Mm-hmm. You yeah. liking them obscure songs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's when you go to get to the heart of That's when you get to the heart of that thing. That's when you get to the heart of that thing. Shout out to the birthday fellas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But It's Gemini season. Let's go. Let's fast forward. What does that mean? Fast forward through Gemini season. What does that mean? Gemini, bro. Fast forward through Gemini season. We do to have this conversation because I don't know nothing about it. We have have a Zodiac conversation one day. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Find out who your compatible people are. Taurus, avoid Gemini. Now back to the um the conversation that um we were having on um, the forgotten man. Like I said, eventually the conversation got into erectile dysfunction. And preventive methods in erectile dysfunction. And so, um, like I say, the, 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 like you had the good doctors in here, and um, what's wrong? Keep talking. What? Yeah, what are you saying? Come on, bro. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Get got that, got that space. Exactly. Well, talk there. No, what was your question? You were talking. <laughs> uh, we wait for everybody was waiting like a baited, was it, baited breath? Right, right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Breath for you to finish your thought. <laughs> I don't know. It flew away. It flew away. And like I said, we um, eventually got into that conversation. And um, in, amidst the, the conversation, um, we got into, tried to get into some, um, we touched briefly on preventive methods for things that you can do to prevent ED but also premature ejaculation, which is another problem that we as men have that we don't talk about. So um, in the middle of all that, you know, I'm sitting back thinking, this is the conversation that we need to have in depth because every time they've been here, we've touched on it briefly in some some kind of way. But tonight we gonna dive deep into it and we also want to get into acupuncture Mm -hmm. what the hell is it um why is it where Mm -hmm. it come from how did you get and how are you bringing it to us why are you bringing it to us um we got 15 minutes all right I think that means go. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into the nuts and bolts of the preventive side and what it can do for you, what the hell is acupuncture? 
So acupuncture is, um, we put needles in different parts of your body, which I know sounds really scary, but they are super thin. They're thinner than like a strand of your hair. Um, and those different needles kind of serve as like a beacon. So uh, has anyone ever heard the saying that a disease can't persist in an um, alkaline environment? Yeah, okay. right. So what acupuncture does is it helps to alkaline the environment of your body by increasing the blood and oxygen flow throughout your body. So whenever there's good blood and, blood and oxygen flow throughout your body, then disease, pain, any kind of dysfunction can't persist because things are continuously flowing. Mm -hmm. So acupuncture helps to do that. And then the needles themselves kind of serve as like, there is an issue in my elbow. So I know my brain then sends a signal to the elbow to then fix that area. So it just serves like a beacon. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that. So have anybody ever had acupuncture in here? Oh, yeah. Uh -oh. I have. Uh -oh. The doctors have. Yeah. 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 Good doctors have. I've had it. Have you guys had it? No. no. It involves me. I've had it. I want to get to that point, but I mean, I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, okay, it's a needle, and it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> but it's not it's not what you think. Yes. Like, if you have ever had, if you if you think it's like a tattoo or like a shot, no, that's what I'm saying. it's I'm not like, like that I'm at just all. getting to that okay. point where I'm like, oh, okay, I know it's a needle. Okay. It's not a needle. Well, I was watching Fred Sanford. <laughs> you won't see it. On the Sanford and Son, <laughs> and um, he, he got up, you know, one morning, he had some back issues. He had been out having Lamont actually on the truck, uh -huh. and he heard it back. Uh -huh. So... He had to go accept the award later on tonight. Uh -huh. And so he crumped over, but he wanted to be able to get his award. So Lamont came up, hey, let's go see the acupuncture. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That didn't quite work out for Fred. Oh, no. You know, when they got Fred to the, got him to the doc, the, uh -huh. the, the acupuncture's office, uh -huh. and he heard this man yelling in there. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> but so he stood up and trying to run out. out, and he backed into a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> And once yeah. he backed into the cactus, straighten him up. He straightened him up. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred That's was one good. Way. That's one way to do it. One way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> where does this? Where does this science come from? So that is a tricky question. Um, so in school, you're taught that it originated in um, the Asian areas of the world. Mm -hmm. However, post school you learn that um, black people have traveled all over the world and that they have brought their technologies, their medicines, their knowledge everywhere. And so there's evidence that that um, that acupuncture actually started in Africa yes. and the migration to different parts of the world is where it just kind of took on. Where, so, do you, where do we get this information? Because if I look in Wiki, mm -hmm. it's telling you that it's, it's around China, early China, this is that one of the their earliest form of medicine. So where can we find this information that dates back to us? Yeah, so there's a few places. Um, the I guess the easiest place is, um, is that documentary True Colors? Mm. Is that is that the document? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It sounds familiar. Um, but anyways, there's a documentary about um, acupuncture and its roots in Africa. But then if you think about it and look at like Asiatic people like from way back when, mm -hmm. they're dark skinned. Yes. There's like, if you yes. look at the monuments, they have the, the wider noses. So it's, it's evidence mm -hmm. that that um, we've traveled all over. Mm -hmm. And if you go to even if different parts of China, like really remote parts of China, mm -hmm. they still look like us. Yep. So... Yeah. There you go. And it was proven, too. We can, uh, that we was can a, blame Mansa Musa and Genghis Khan for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes the whole world. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, uh, a Chinese scientist mm -hmm. uh, years ago uh, who wanted to prove that the Chinese people 
originated from a Chinese person. Mm-hmm. Well, he did all his studying and all that, going back the lineage and all that. And what he found out was what you just said mm-hmm. that they have Negroid roots, mm-hmm. Africa. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Is, is, is Negroid roots, hold on, let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. now we've been di- diving into something. Negroid roots, is that American or is that African? See, this is a difference to me right now, what we're saying. And this is why I say this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like Africans traveled from Africa to China and everything and everywhere else. And, and Africans America. travel to America to make us. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I see that, I understand it, and I got that. Mm-hmm. But when we say Negroid and we say they are us, and when we say, when black people say, oh, oh they are black people too because of this, I think we're wrong. I think we need to all start saying more so, no, you're not black, you're African. Okay. But because ne- I think ne- we always ne- want to say black people as, black people and Africans are two total, totally but, different But things. Negroid doesn't mean, it's it's more so when you get into like your DNA. Yeah. Like there's Negroid yep. DNA, there's yes. Mongoloid DNA, yeah. mm-hmm. there's Caucus Right. DNA. But that's what I'm asking. Is Those that, are that like the three strongest strains. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, and, and that's others. what I'm asking. Right. So and Negroid so, is a... Negroid is something like is equivalent to Caucasian because I always thought African was equivalent to Caucasian. No, Caucasian are people that originated mainly from the Caucasus Mountains. Mountains. And then you have Negroid anywhere from like the Sub Saharan Mm -hmm. over towards India, and then Mm -hmm. after India going over to like from India to Oceania, which is Australia, that became Mongoloid. Okay. Mm -hmm. So those are three of the strongest Mm -hmm. blood types. uh, Gotcha. And even okay, those, uh, even those caucus had to migrate from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and yeah. where they migrated from uh, is a strong mix of Negro and caucus. Yes, and and, and, mm-hmm. and Africa, we call it Africa, was not called Africa mm-hmm. way back when. So that's a whole nother subject. We we not yeah. here for that. And then but, of yeah. course there's Pangea. Uh, okay, now we're going to social no, studies. <laughs> Everything connected. Everything yeah. was together. Yeah. Yeah. They may, may not have happened. So at that point, everybody was on one piece yeah, of paper. We were together before we were apart. That's right. We have the social studies test this week. Starlight is the teacher. I mean, hey, it's in my profession. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you. I'll Perfect. take that lesson. So, um,. Where did you get this from? Like what made me become an acupuncturist? That too. Or, well, I want to answer your question. What is your exact question? Why? Why acupuncture? Yes. Oh. um, It's one question. Okay. So. Just like hurting people. No, I like shelving people. Inflicting pain. Are they going to set a masochist? No. What are people called? What are they called? That's right, but no. <laughs> 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 Say this. <laughs> no, what was your experience with acupuncture? It, 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 it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, okay, it was almost erotic. I will say it's almost erotic. Oh. Yeah, but go ahead. That's not like the kind of acupuncture I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 because, because, I, so, okay, so with me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. Answer your question. Ask your question. Answer your question. Answer your question. My bad. <laughs> then we'll get back to that. Okay. Yeah, then we'll get back to me. My bad. Um, so why I got into acupuncture uh, is because I have always wanted to be a doctor. Um, and so I was trying to really figure out the way that I wanted to go. And um, as a child, I was really sickly. And so Western medicine really didn't offer the solutions that I was looking for. 
And so natural medicine really did. So then I thought, you know, I want to be a naturopathic doctor. Um, second year in med school, I had to do an internship. Um, and it was in a clinic that had acupuncturists. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is dope. You can help people <laughs> in the moment. Because... And I'm not trying, there's no shade around uh, naturopathic medicine. It works. I love it. Yeah. Um, but there is a lag time of when the supplements and things kick in that you're still suffering. But with mm -hmm. acupuncture and like with chiropractor, you can yes. help people in the moment. Like, yeah. I have a headache. No, I don't anymore. Um, yeah. And so that was really dope to me. So I dropped out of med school and went to acupuncture school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, it is, it is, it is, a, it's a crazy feeling mm -hmm. because when it happened to me, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you feel the needle go into the tissue, into the okay. muscle. Yep. And then all of a sudden it started to feel like an electric shock. Mm, okay. I started, and it was the vibration from the needle. Okay. And I was like, what is that? Are you shocking me? And she said, no, that's your muscle, like seizing the needle. And I guess then it just like relaxes. Mm, mm -hmm. And so it was just like a tense moment. Oh, it was and it was just like, it was like a real tense moment. And it's just like, it's almost like your muscle goes. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, and like you say, the pain instantaneously went away. Have you ever had your back hurt or had a real chiropractic? Realigned? Uh -huh. Yeah, I've had it done. Because I was going to say, that's exactly what it feels yeah. like. That yeah. But that, that, but this one right like, here, that yeah. Nice. You, have needles <laughs> with, you have needles with you? Uh, In, in the car, yeah. You want to you want to try it out? Yes, I do because I got I got I got a hurt spot right now. Can we? Yeah, I got a hurt spot. It is. I mean, because we go on the break in about five minutes, and so Rico, take your shirt off and come on in here. I mean, bro, I got some work need to be done, boss. You talking to the wrong one? Do it live, Rick. You to ask the right one, baby. But um, so okay, so when you were taught. Mm-hmm. From what philosophy w did did your teaching come from? Um, so in school you're taught the uh, traditional Chinese med medicine method method. Um, however, one of my favorite professors in school was a um was a Native American lady. And so I went to school in Arizona where there's a lot of Native American people, and so um I really kind of latched on to her and really understood. And she really taught me how different nationalities present. Um, because as I'm sure we're all black people, we know that the way medicine is, is geared towards the middle age white man. And mm -hmm. so it's not really geared towards us. And so she really taught me how, how it's not geared, how Chinese medicine is geared towards the average middle aged Asian man. And so she taught me how to look at things differently um, from a Native American perspective, from an African American perspective. And so um, that's the, the lens that I treat through. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what, what we were taught. I love teachers like that. Right? I like, still talk to like, them hey, this day. Here's it. However, here are all the subsets that mm -hmm. you might also need to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it just presents differently in us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything. And then even how, like Will was saying, if you take the hyphenated American part out of it, you go somewhere else, even though a person may be of African descent or Asian descent or even Caucasian descent or Indian or whatever, they still present different than someone who was born here mm -hmm. and has uh, had to deal with yeah. all the stuff we deal with here. And mm -hmm. then depending on it, so it's like, yeah, you got to know your client. Yeah. You got to know your patient. For sure. 
An update on the score, 79 to 7963. Who's out? Hawks up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Please, I hope they we, show we gonna, out of this. Um, like I said, we're going to get ready to take man. a break right now. We're going <laughs> to get ready to go on the real 1100 radio station. Um, so we're going to take a little break. Then we're going to let this. Um, you're going to hear noise. But this is the time where you can sneak out and get right. your. Get, I'm going to go see get, if get, I got get some. Them, get them hot needles. <laughs> get them hot needles. Wait, should they be? She said, y'all better get that hot cash out. Too. <laughs> I got money. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, yeah, so, um, but we will be right black. With a My Social Security account, you can request a replacement Social Security card, estimate your benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You are tuned into WWE AM1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. As we As proceed... We proceed. Turn the mics up. Turn that mic up. Yeah, the beat is knocking me. That mic up. Turn that sh- Uh, what? Turn it louder. Yeah. Shotcha, separate the weak from the oxa. Leap hard to creep them Brooklyn streets. It's on again. Stop all that bickering beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. Then the song stop when I fall the plot. Neighbors call the cops as they heard mad shots. Saw me in the drop, three in the quarter. Slaughter, electrical tape around the daughter. Old school, new school, need to learn though. I burn, baby, burn like disco inferno. Burn slow like this with yayo. Feel more skins than Idaho potato. People know the lyrical molesting is taking place. Messing with B.I.G. and they say it. I make a skin chase. Rashes on the masses. Bumps and bruises. It's a land cruiser. Big Papa smash fools, bash fools, niggas mad because I know the cash rules. Everything around me, two block nines. Any motherfucker whispering about mine. And I'm Brooklyn's finest. You rewind this, bad boys behind this. Uh. 
for an acupuncture treatment and you're gonna keep it. This is something you don't understand. Do you want to pick up that award tonight and promenade around the room? Yeah, but see, there's something about needles that I can't stand. Pop, everybody has that same fear. Not like me, son. Like, I used to have to leave the room every time my mother used to come in the room without knitting. <laughs> That's right, I was the only kid that threw up when they played pin the tail on the dungeon. You stop it. And last week, I was down at the bus station and I couldn't even watch that arrow that pointed to the men's room. <laughs> and now look at you, my own son, trying to get me shish kebabs. Well, Pop, now just relax. Now come over here and try to sit down, okay? Now just relax. Now relax and try to sit Take down. Take it easy. Okay? Now, uh, Honest told me that Reverend Spike comes over here all the time for his arthritis. Yeah. And you know, man, get all them holes punch his body. Oh, he says it doesn't hurt at all. Okay. That's why I got that holier than now look, huh? Over here, Doctor. Uh, oh, please, uh, don't get up. What do you mean you don't get up? Hell, I'm already up. <laughs> Dr. Tillis, would you please explain the procedure involved in acupuncture so my pop won't be so frightened? You see, your body contains certain key points that control pain. Now, what I intend to do is to manipulate those key points by inserting needles into your body. <laughs> yeah, Doc, I'm beginning to feel better now. I think I'll go home and take a couple of thumbtacks and go to bed. Please, 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 Mr. Sam. At least let me give you an examination, after, after which you can uh, decide for yourself whether or not you want to proceed. Now, how's that, Pop? Is that fair enough or what? That's it. I just made up my mind. I'll see you later, Doc. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a Mr. Sam, listen now. Mr. Sanford, please. That is a patient we are yet to treat. Now, once we treat him with our needles, you won't hear a sound out of him. What you gonna do, so his mouth up? Stop talking random ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. We are. I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am. I shall be. I am. The lovely Starlight is in the building. Hello, hello, hello. The super duper producer Greg is in the building. He says, "What's up?" He, he says, "Yo." He says, "Yo." <laughs> I forgot this is at the top of the hour, but you know what it is y'all know what mm -hmm. this is this ain't number some good old-fashioned barbershop style conversation in this young barbershop no conversation is taboo we ain't got but one rule and one rule on the wheel what is that rule that rule is say what you mean mean what you say just don't be mean when you say it starlight talk to the people and for those that would still like to call in and be a part of the show if you are local the number is 404-603-8778 
zero. But if you're in your mama basement, please let her know it's not one of them freaky deacon numbers. It's not one of them nine 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 Ain't no, need, ain't no need for them numbers no more. We got it all on our phone now. We got, got the internet. I can just call her. Right. You know, but if mama got you in the basement, she might still have that phone. <laughs> <laughs> she might not know you got other things on other means. Mama, uh, get please. off the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes. Um, so y'all know what it is. Um, tell us now. The phone is on. The phone call is now on us. You can call us at one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. You can also catch us right now on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. That's T A L K comma up top apostrophe. And that's T A L K comma up top. Flying comma. Flying. And that's talking <laughs> random ish. That's on all streaming services. Almost a lot of them. Maybe not all, quite a few of them, but you can find us, that's T-A-L-K, random-ish, talking random-ish. Let's get to it, man. Let's go. We got the doctors back in the building. Yes, sir. Please reintroduce yourself for the radio folks. If you want to be fine, take care of your spine. This is Dr. Williams. This is Dr. Fowler. And we are aligned for life. That's what I'm talking about. The dynamic dynamic (laughs) duo. Kid and play. They, they were on the rap That's battle right. circuit last year. That's That's right. The kid and play of the health care. But they right. also brought a, a a lovely one of their lovely colleagues with them. Yes. Ma'am, who are you and why in the hell are you in my barber shop? All right. I am Dr. Woodard Hampton. I am an acupuncturist. Uh, and I am in the same building as as the lovely doctors. Yes, I don't know about lovely, but we'll take that from her. There you go. Look like from where I'm standing. To me, <laughs> you just need your spine touch. <laughs> <laughs> I need that spine adjusted. That's right. <laughs> you need a spinal. Bruh. Um. They are here tonight because we're finna get deep into this um, erectile dysfunction, mm-hmm. premature ejaculation, mm-hmm. and possibly some preventive and some wake-up methods. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, what the hell is erectile dysfunction? What is that? Doc, you want to tell the people? Yeah. So, uh, erectile dysfunction. So, we... We're talking about uh, the penis. Uh, The penis is a muscle. No different from any other muscle in the body. When the muscle is not getting proper nerve supply as well as blood flow, it will not operate properly. So erectile dysfunction refers to the penis not operating properly. Now, whether that be uh, no erection at all, whether that be a quick erection and then you come down so you take off and come right back down mm. uh, or uh, as you alluded to uh, premature ejaculation where you get up and you actually finish a male that is uh, before uh, the young lady gets started let's just say and so again uh, there are many different uh, dysfunctions <laughs> of <laughs> <That's so childish. laughs> there are many many dysfunctions okay with of, of, of the uh, of the uh, penis that, that makes up erectile dysfunction Okay. 
<clears throat> you talking about oxygen. Why do we, as men, not have the, the conversation that we having now? Mm-hmm. Why is that such a taboo conversation? Why are we not having this conversation until it ain't working? Right. So, so mm-hmm. a, a lot of it, and I start, and I'll let, let Doc chime in, but a lot of it has to do with uh, our society and how uh, men, regardless of the race, is uh, taught to be uh, this macho, masculine, uh, nothing ever hurts you, nothing's ever wrong. And to talk about something being wrong, uh, that means something is wrong with you. And so uh, to not get shunned or rejected, uh, we often don't talk about it. Uh, But there are a lot of different reasons as to why uh, dysfunction happens. Absolutely. Um, You know, when we're talking about reasons, you know, it could be, you know, lack of proper exercise. Um, When you exercise, you're oxygenating the blood. uh, You're uh, increasing blood flow. As Dr. Fowler mentioned, the penis Mm -hmm. is a muscle. So Mm -hmm. all muscles need proper blood flow and proper nerve function. Um, You know, you may have maybe stressed. Uh, Stress can cause a hormonal imbalance. Uh, It can affect your nervous system. The nervous system is a system that is the foundation for all other systems in the body, including uh, the reproductive system. Now, I got a quick question. In my 20s and my 30s, sex was a stress reliever. How all of a sudden in my 40s, stress shed it all the way down? Uh, Stress is one of those things that that can compound Mm -hmm. as we get older. And it's one of those things that can leave, um, no pun intended, a lasting impact, Mm -hmm. you know, as we age. Uh, So stress, to your point, as a 20-year-old can hit you completely different than it will as a 40 or 60-year-old. Yeah, and, and let's let's uh, categorize this because see, when we say stress, we we, we just say stress, mm-hmm. but stress comes in many forms. Mm-hmm. For example, there's physical stress, auto accidents, slip and fall, you know, something like that. Then there's uh, mental stress, bad relationships, that's bad, what I bad finances, yeah. that mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also have biochemical stress. What we put in our body, the preservatives, the fast food, the fried foods. Mm-hmm. And so what we have to understand is that nothing exists in your body alone. Mm-hmm. If something is going on somewhere in your body, the other parts of your body are adapting to that. Mm-hmm. The question is, is it adapting properly? Erectile dysfunction is an adaptation. But as far as us men folk are concerned, that is an improper adaptation. And see, that, 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 that brings a question that I have. I guess it's twofold. Because... I do believe that a lot of, I know sometimes, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, sometimes when I couldn't perform, it was because of stress. And it was, men, it was mental stress. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't physical stress. It was mental stress. Mm-hmm. And my question would be, and I know that in order for the penis to function properly, it's more so about oxygen mm-hmm. getting in, in there. Mm-hmm. How does mental stress block your oxygen level to your penis? I guess that's my question. So, uh, again, as as Doc and I uh, stated uh, earlier, uh, the central nervous system, Mm -hmm. which consists of the brain and spinal cord, controls your entire body. Uh, So when you are having those nerve endings mentally uh, that are not being um, uh, properly uh, processed Mm -hmm. through the body, that can cause 
the nervous system to not allow the vascular system okay. to flow. Again, the healing is in the blood. The oxygen is in the blood, but yeah. that oxygen is controlled by a nervous system, mental nervous system. And so uh, uh, when, when you say mental, uh, one of the things that, that we all thrive off of is uh, memory, right? Mm -hmm. Muscle memory, let's just say. Mm -hmm. And so when, when uh, like for example, we, we were talking about the Hawks and all that, and so a lot of what those guys do, uh, any sport that we're talking about yeah, basketball right sport. now, uh, they get behind that three-point line, and if they've done enough shots, you think about Kobe uh, doing all those free throws, that's a muscle memory. Yep. You know, he could almost shoot the free throw as long as he's in a, a certain spot with his eyes closed. Yep. It's the same thing uh, when we're talking about uh, sexual arousal, all that. If you have had a, uh, a, a dysfunction in one of your pursuits, mm -hmm. when you come to the next pursuit, that dysfunction is still, uh, the memory of that dysfunction is still there. Mm -hmm. But now, depending on how uh, you prepare for uh, this next encounter will determine whether that mental dysfunction or memory of that mental dysfunction stays in the background or it comes forward. Okay. I want to interject one quick thing. Um, you come in right after he... All right. Um, when you talk about stress, Will, um, the, the biggest stress hormone in the body is called cortisol. cortisol. Mm -hmm. um, when you're stressed... Um, you're producing excess levels of cortisol. Well, let's break it down. Cortisol is what's called a vasoconstrictor, meaning it constricts your blood vessels, right? Okay. When uh, blood vessel constriction occurs, not only are you getting shunted blood flow, but because you have less blood flow, you have less oxygen flow. So when we're talking about increased levels of stress, vasoconstriction, loss of proper blood flow, loss of oxygen, all of that is interrelated. But of course, again, we're talking about the nervous system down. So as we've been saying, the nervous system is the foundation for all other systems. So that's where it starts and that's where it ends. Okay. Dr. Brittany? Yeah, so from a Chinese medicine perspective, we see it a little bit differently because we see the body working a, a differently than in Western medicine. So in Chinese medicine, every channel in your body, and there's there's 12 different channels in your body, um, but specifically you were talking about stress. Mm -hmm. So in Chinese medicine, stress is attributed to the liver channel. Now, that is very different than the liver organ in Western medicine, but we're talking about liver channel. So the liver channel in Chinese medicine controls blood flow. It controls your reproductive organs. So when you're stressed, and, and also in Chinese medicine, we don't separate mind from the body. It's all one. Okay. So mental stress, any kind of mental stress affects the liver channel. The liver channel controls all of your reproductive organs, mm, okay. male and female. So and it also controls the blood circulating throughout your body. So like Dr. Williams was saying, um, blood flow to your penis is a thing, is one of the things that allows you to have an erection. Yes. So if your if your liver is constricted due to stress then less blood is able to flow through through all of your blood vessels including your penis and so you wouldn't be able to have an erection because lack of blood flow due to the stress that you're in okay you see see y'all need people need to have these classes more often because people will swear up and down that people are cheating and that's why you don't want to have sex with them but no when people say they stress, they stress. <laughs> it's not that they just got through doing something with somebody else. They stressed. 
<laughs> and you might be the stress. That is true. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead, Keith. Rick. Let's hey. be real about it. As a man, a couple months ago, um, I ended up in the hospital. Um, I knew it was anxiety, but I had some other things going on, and I wanted to get it checked out. Now, part of what was going on, it was straight stress. Stress for, from a lack of. Mm-hmm. Um, during this time, I didn't want to have sex. I didn't want to be touched. Um... I might have instigated more than what I probably should have so that I wouldn't be in the same room. Um, slept in another room, um, whatever I could to avoid it because of the stress that I was going through. So um, it, 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 it's for a man dealing with a significant other, these conversations. Dr. Wood. Mm-hmm. How does this come? How does this come conversation come to you, or does it come to you? Yeah, um, I I have a lot of patients, um, specifically male patients, who talk to me about their sexual life, um, and not in like a pervy kind of way. <laughs> yeah, just in like a <laughs> hey doc, hey, doc. <laughs> hey, doc. <laughs> hey, doc. <laughs> no to the at all. No way else we could put them needles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had one patient who was talking to me about like his, he hasn't engaged in sexual activity in a, almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, his wife is not interested. And so I was telling his, I was telling him to tell his wife to come in because there's a lot of different reasons for lack of sex drive. It could be stress, like you were saying, mm-hmm. but it could also be um, physical, hormonal, mental, emotional, like there's so many things. And so what I do is I I do four different diagnostic tests on you to help me understand what's the root cause of what's going on with you because there's always a root cause. And if we don't figure out what that root cause is, so like your root cause was stress, but but we could even tease that out a little bit more and try to figure out what was the root cause of that stress. Like was it due to... Um, so in Chinese medicine, was it due to the liver? Was it like like um, anger, frustration, irritation kind of stress? Or was it due to the heart? Was it like I'm overwhelmed, I I, I can't like catch my breath and, and what's going on in my life? Because those are two different stressors. They have two different impacts on your body, but they could still cause erectile dysfunction or lack of sex drive. So it's really important from a Chinese medicine perspective to figure out what is the specific root cause and then address that. Um, I don't even know if I even answered your question. What was your question? No, 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 no. no you, you don't. You, 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 you cook it. You cook it. So yeah, that's how that's how we that's how we address it. So with this particular um, patient, he was saying that his wife um, was post cancer. Well, radiation and chemotherapy yeah. kills the sex drive. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like she doesn't want to. She she needs to come in so we can detox her body from the chemicals that that were put in. Not saying there's anything wrong with with chemo or radiation because sometimes it's necessary, but it is still There's something chemicals. wrong with them. We can say it's something okay. wrong with. Them. <laughs> we can say it's I don't wrong. know where. <laughs> but I'm just saying that there there are harsh chemicals that that once it has done whatever the job is it was supposed to do need to be detoxed from your body or else it can wreak havoc again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So that could be what her issue was. Your issue might have been might have been stress, but what kind of stress? So um, it's really important to figure out why and then address the why instead of just the what. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. What the hell can y'all do, Doc? 
dog, I ain't, this thing ain't working right, dog. Um, so let's, uh, dog. We, 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 we can do a lot. Now, dog, now, now, you're right. I can go out here. My, my, my boy um, told me about these pills mm-hmm. down at the mm-hmm. corner store. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he said that pill no. and, and a couple I'm shots of hand. Nitrogen pills. <laughs> yes, sir. You got, some, you got some nitrogen pills you can take. Uh, all these things you can get from GNC that's supposed to help you mm-hmm. with your libido and everything. But mm-hmm. you say, no, don't touch that stuff. A lot of stuff in there. So, uh, as I said earlier, uh, nothing exists in the body alone. Uh Uh, One of the reasons why I say that is because our body is a systemic system. So when you introduce drugs by either orally or as injected in you or something like that, it's going throughout the entire body. Uh So, okay, let's just say that pill that you're talking about does its job by getting you erect. Yeah, Rhino, Rhino hard. Okay, okay, okay. Well, what else is it doing? Exactly. What else is it? Because, see, when we have conversations, Doc and I, uh, with our uh, patients who come in for this, mm-hmm. we're not just focusing on the penis. Now, again, as men, we like to talk about what we can do in the bed. We beat our chest and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, again, if that area of the body is not getting proper nerve supply or blood flow, what other areas in the body are yeah. not getting proper nerve supply yeah. or blood flow? Because we, it's all one system. So if the penis is not getting, what about the heart? What is it doing? Yeah. What about the liver? What about the kidneys? You know. And so again, when you're introducing all those uh, synthetic drugs and all that, mm-hmm. it's ripping the other stuff. It's, it's tearing up other uh, organs and all that. Yeah, you might. You might. We, we were joking earlier about uh, too much sex and you die and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So you might get your erection and you might get your climax. But then you might die because it has tore up all the other yeah. organs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't even care about what else it did. Yeah, all right. Yeah. As long as it got that thing yeah. where I needed to yeah. be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything else, I don't care. I yeah. mean, let, let, let's let's be real. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of me, most of a lot. I'm not gonna say most. A lot of men manhood is connected through their penis. I mean, let's be real it, about no. it. And, and if and, uh, and uh, I have I have said mm-hmm. me personally mm-hmm. that if my penis ain't working, y'all gonna arrest me to peace. <laughs> I'm still doing what I what I mean, 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 what I yeah, and, and and that is that is actually not true. I mean, we uh uh how how many guys you know can lay it down, got babies all across the town, but a sorry is right. You but know, you ain't taking care. But but you getting women, right? Right, you getting women. Yeah, you getting women, but 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 no. Nah. So he ain't worth a damn deal, though. He ain't worth a I damn. Might, I might not get a meal, <laughs> but I can get some pleasure, dog. Yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> no, 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 no. That that so sad. Uh, yeah, right, right. That is sad. Well, uh, go ahead. Did you want to say something? No, okay. So 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 one of the things uh, that was kind of touched on. Uh, Rick, you kind of said it without saying it. Is uh, you said in your twenties, uh, sex was basically for pleasure, 
And now being older is more uh, a stress thing. Uh, that's no, no, no. As twins in my thirties, it, it was one of my stress, stress relievers. Reliever. Reliever. Had uh-huh. a had stress for day. I tried to right. find me one to, mm. you know, to, <laughs> right. to work this thing out. Okay. With, okay. You know? <laughs> right. But now, like I say, stress has totally did an opposite. Well, own it. Yeah. So, so stress again. We, we 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 talked about stress earlier. I talked about you know there are many different kinds of stress. Uh, you think about it in your twenties. A lot of us we have a more carefree life. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a difference between being a grown man and a grown yeah, ass you man. Have bills. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. See, that's the thing. A grown. Uh, <laughs> you ain't care about your credit, your pocket <laughs> repo. That's right. That's right. How you look that, out there you go. There you go. Then. That's right. Because I don't think any yeah. one of us in this studio. Want to live up on a bridge? No. no. So, no. so, so we talking about uh, right. the stress of not only keeping a job but keeping a roof over our head, yeah. and so all that. Yes. But, but again, it's not just one thing, uh, brother Rick. When we're talking about stress, uh, there's preparation. You know, you mentioned the show that you were producing that Doc and I was on earlier, uh, where we got into this a little bit, and and one of the things we talked about was preparation. One of the things or ways that you can prepare yourself as a man mm-hmm. is to do Kegel exercises. Whoa, Doc, hold, hold, hold up, hold up. Kegel, me and Kegel. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop. I ain't the smartest man in the world, but I don't think I got the organ for Kegel. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. I ain't the smartest man, but... Well, see, well, see that's, that is that is the number one myth. And that's what I'm saying. That is the number one myth. People assume it's just the Since we do have females in the room, yes. define what we know as Kegel exercise. We... The world tends to think Kegel is only strengthening the walls of the female organ. Mm-hmm. However, it's strengthening the muscles of the areas down there. So since all humans have areas down there, mm-hmm. you can tighten all of those muscles. What am I tightening? We, we all we all we Go all ahead. have a pelvis. Okay. And so that means we all have a pelvic floor, as we talk mm-hmm. about it in the medical field. Yeah. That pelvic floor is surrounded. Full of muscles. Mm-hmm. Okay. When, when we in the gym, we can bench press, all that. You working that muscle. Yeah. If you don't work that muscle, the pelvic floor muscles, then things like erectile dysfunction happen, but things okay. like vaginal slippage happen. See, we start we started talking about a whole lot of other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. See, uh, that's hell. What the hell is a male kegel? What? What does so, it do for you? It ain't gonna make it get longer. So it helps to enhance your performance and your proper function, Mm -hmm. because this is all about function, right? Yes. Um, If it's not functioning properly, then it's dysfunctioning. So this is what's going to help to prevent dysfunction. Okay. So what 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 so what and it depends on what you define as functioning, uh, uh, enhancing and all that. See, some people want to last longer, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're talking about endurance now. Yeah, I got I to go back and get more cardio, more so, oxygen. Though, so, so think about what you just said, uh, cardio, breathe. right? Yeah. If, if you if you start working out, <laughs> if if you start working out and you haven't been to the gym at all or in a long time, when you first start doing your cardio running, whatever you do, yeah. you're not going to be able to do that for a long period of time mm-hmm. because your endurance is low. Yep. But if you continue to go back to the gym or to the track day after day, week after week, you're able to run further, run longer, all that stuff because you built your endurance up. It's the same thing. Uh, when we're talking about uh, Kegel and, and, and not only male, but females too, working those muscles. And so one of the things, one of the ways that we introduce this to our patients is uh, when you urinate, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You can control the urination by stopping it. Oh no, I can't. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Yes, if you think about it, because see, because again, we we if you if you're not aware of that muscle, this is the way that you become aware of it. You urinate, go go stand, do your thing, and then you consciously think of try using that muscle to stop to it. To cut it off. To stop it, yes, to cut it off. It's just like, it's no different from your eyebrows. You can raise that eyebrow because you have trained that muscle yeah. to raise that eyebrow. It's the same thing. So okay, so give a sample. Okay, so I'm asking about no, 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 no. When I give a sample, I sh- and then I pull the cup real quick. You don't, you don't do it. I don't cut it off. Hold it yeah. and hold yeah. it. No, that's why I don't pee. In, that's why I don't pee in a bottle. Oh, y'all want to Cause like do people, that? people, like some people, like ride down the street with a twenty ounce no, bottle I do that. and they pee in a bottle, but I don't pee in a bottle because I'm scared I'm gonna overflow it because I don't know how to stop. That, that was it. how no. everybody's taught to do it. Give a sample. You give what? a little bit, you stop it, yeah. and you adjust your cup in there. Do a little bit more, no. stop again. Hell, who that come out of the way? I'm gonna come out there and keep going. I don't know. Just do it like you. So I'm thinking, Kegel. Okay, go ahead. I'm thinking Kegel, for men, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is when <laughs> when you can make it jump. That too. When you can make it that move. Too. I'm that thinking, too. Is, is that me doing my Kegel? That's episode? part of it too. That, that is that, that is a part, it's part of, of the muscle it's, group. It's, it's so, part of so it. Remember, it's not one Kegel, specific muscle. It's a group of muscles. So yes. what's the Kegel exercise? What, what, what's something? That's you one. You told me peeing off. You told me cutting off the pee. Yep, and you just said another one. Making okay. it making it jump. Making That's another one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also squeezing your butt. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro, that's another exercise for somebody else. No, you can squeeze, you it's can all, squeeze your butt muscles and yeah. cut off the flow. Hey, 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 it, it's it's all a part of that pelvic floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, 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 like you no, said, Rick, you the, the, the way the way Will is acting right now this is, is the reason why this seems to be a taboo. Not it only in, taboo. in our right. in our society, in it's our men. culture, right. but just men in general. Men in general. I gotta grow yeah. up. It's but an see, uncomfortable conversation, and this is why I I continuously try to have these conversations because these things are problems within our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, at 40, I don't care what kind of shape you're in. Sometimes that thing ain't working. Things change. Things change. You have to adapt, though. What about your testosterone? How, how much testosterone? Do, how, how much, <laughs> I know I couldn't even say it right. How much does your testosterone level play into, ED? Big. Big. Because that's another thing I'm thinking I'm, about. I'm going to say this, though. That's why I'm thinking about the 20-year-old and the 40-year-old right. because I'm I, not producing as much anymore. Well, right. But, but I think yeah. I think part of the larger conversation and, and one of the things that Rick, Rick is, is touching on, because we don't have this conversation enough, we don't recognize the signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when there is something mm-hmm. dysfunctioning, mm-hmm. we want to automatically default to, oh, it's low testosterone mm-hmm. or it's something grossly going wrong when it could be something as simple as us not exercising our cagle muscles or not being able to properly identify stress or not being, you know, not exercising properly, not, you know, eating properly. The simple yeah. things that we could be doing which could be caught very well causing these problems. I got a question regarding with like the, the years and the decades and centuries of medicine. When humans first got here, or at least the modern human that's here, life expectancy was kind of over after a certain point. Mm -hmm. So naturally, the more so sexual health in humans starts around between like 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. is where it starts. So depending on your lifestyle, 
it can cut off, like Rick says, from from men at 40 or so. Or it can go longer. Like you have men who are like in their 80s, still able to produce kids. Mm -hmm. How does, I guess, how would you have the conversations with parents of your teenagers and stuff that are coming into this, that they're trying to help their child understand everything that could possibly go on. Like if you don't have that conversation, you're going to have those kids that get up to like in their twenties and all the way to later on in life and have no idea what happens. Like, how do you, how do you, I guess, talk to the parents of the teenagers that could possibly be having those things where they're eating the wrong things. Like right. they're eating all the Takis and the red dye forties and it's messing them up or they're stressed out in life because life is hard nowadays. So it's starting earlier, mm -hmm. but then if your life expectancy takes you longer, now you got to deal with it even longer. Yeah. So I think I think one of the things that I that my family did was they over talked about sex, um, and not like in like a really ooh kind of way, but like I remember being eight and my grandmother sat me down and like drew diagrams of like herpes and syphilis, and she was like, "This is that. This ooh, is scary. that." Yeah, I mean, what to know, what to but, look for. Yeah, but she was a teacher, and she was like, my students don't know nothing, anything about anything, so yeah. I'm not going to let that happen to you. We're going to talk about it every step of the way. And I think that that, I know it's an uncomfortable conversation. You don't want to think about, I mean, I do think I was a little young, eight was young, but <laughs> um, you you don't want your child to go out un, unprepared. Yeah. Like, we're all black people. You would never let your child go out and not know that they are a black person and in this world and not prepare them for it. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I'm not, I don't have a, I'm not a parent, but I think that that translates into sexual health as well, because in this country, I think that's why there's so many, um, there's so many porn things. There's so many, mm -hmm. um, sex addictions because we just don't talk about it. It's this taboo thing that, that this little dirty secret that we have. But if we really talked about it and just like, put it all on the table, I think we'd have a better, um, we'd be healthier about it. But also we could talk about like, cause as a child, well not as a child, but like as a teenager, I was really unhealthy. Like I, like I told you guys, I had been to doctor after doctor after doctor and it just didn't work for me. And I had zero sex drive in high school. Mm -hmm. Like I was just like, nah, I'm not, not interested. Even some part of college, like I was just like, I'm not, I'm not interested. But it, it was more, and I, the thing that I love about my mother is that I was able to talk to her about that and be like, my, I don't have, my libido is not, not existing. Yeah. I know it should be existing, but it's not. Um, and so then that started us going to different doctors and trying to figure it out. But if, if, if the lines of communication are open, then you just think you're that weird person who, you know, this dirty taboo thing and you just start doing things that you don't even want to do, mm -hmm. trying to fit in with people as opposed to finding out what that root cause is, fixing that root cause. And it could be as simple as, I was eating the wrong foods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's oftentimes the simple things that we're doing that are making those big impacts. And if we could just adjust those things, then it'll have a really big impact on, on your cost and on your on your life. Mm -hmm. Doc. Brittany. Yeah. It ain't working, Doc. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Doc. Yeah. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I mean, can't, I, I, Stick a yeah. pin in my back. I can't get with you. <laughs> Doc, we gonna either stick this pen. All right. Oh, we gonna. <laughs> so what? What I do is so in Chinese medicine we do. There's a lot of different diagnostic exams that we do, and they all involve looking at the body in different ways because the body is always trying to communicate with us about what's going on with it. It just speaks a different language than us. Mm -hmm. So 
with me, both the doctors here have had an initial visit with me. I look at your ears because your ears actually are very descriptive. There's a portion of your ear that is just reproductive. And if you if you touch huh? that, yep, mm-hmm. yep. I do have a sister of ears. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I, you know, you you go, like you heard the blowing in the ear and da 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 da, but you know. You're like, I don't know if that's really true, but no, it is. It is. There's a portion of your ear, that little triangle portion of your ear is just your reproductive organs. And so if that's discolored, if that's painful to touch, that that points to something going on reproductively and you just have to rectify that. Um, it's it's oftentimes not these really big, like not like the low testosterone. It's, it's sometimes just simple things that you can do. But anyways, I do that. I look at your ears. Your tongue is also very descriptive on the sides of your tongue. Remember I was telling you that um, the liver in Chinese medicine controls your reproductive organs. Mm-hmm. On the sides of your tongue is the liver region of your tongue. So if anything looks out of the normal on those sides of your tongue, that points to something going on in your liver that might point to some erectile dysfunction or low libido. Mm-hmm. Um, also, pressing on your belly lets you know a lot about what's going on. So there's a bunch of different ways you can figure out what's going on. And then from that, when we figure out what the root cause is, then we can address the, the, um, the root cause and the symptom of low libido or erectile dysfunction. And that's what you want to do. You want to address the problem, mm-hmm. the cause. Mm-hmm. See, the pills they address just, the, the symptom. symptom. Yep. Yeah. It does not address the cause, which is why you have to keep popping. That's what I was about to say. So you have to keep yeah. going back to Absolutely. the pills. Right. And then all the while you're wreaking havoc on your your yeah. liver, your yeah. kidneys, yeah. your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a, a worst-case scenario patient, what can we do to jumpstart this so I could possibly get back my sex life and then go from being and then go to being a preventive type of thing instead of how do I breathe life? (laughs) How do I breathe life (laughs) back in it? (laughs) And then how do I keep it going? CPR. <laughs> Shock there. Thirty pumps. Thirty pumps pump to the chest. Yeah. Thirty pumps to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> well, from a Chinese. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I want to hear about the Chinese medicine. I, I know what Doc Doom gonna be. <laughs> give me. From a Chinese medicine perspective, um, your body works in a priority system. So, making sure your internal organs are functioning properly is primary concern to your body. Making sure you can reproduce is not that important in terms of keeping you alive. Mm -hmm. So even though your main concern may be erectile dysfunction or low libido or premature ejaculation, the root cause is always something more internally. And it's it's more important to fix that internal problem than it is to address the symptom. And go ahead. Now you might think, that me living is more important. <laughs> but See? if I can't... <laughs> but you're going back to what they said about you putting it all into your manhood. Mm-hmm. You yeah, we gotta out, talk about You putting it all into your manhood, brother. But if this thing ain't working... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your body... You're still alive. You know. You're still a man even if you ain't got that thing. You're still a man. Exactly. Yeah. You got it, brother. Your sense of worth isn't, oh, isn't oh, there. I need to put my finger on just the dump button. Just because that thing don't... <laughs> I need to put my finger on the dump button. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I mean, it's still good. I'm, I'm, it's still good, bro. Yeah, I'm still good to talk to. Because there's, because there's going to be a time in life, like, like, like I talked, like I talked to my, I talked to my pops, right? Yeah. And I, I won't front. But I talked to my pops, and he's like 72, 73. And he talked to me. He said, "You know what? One day you're not even gonna care about it. 
He's like, you're not going to care about sex like that. And I was like, I don't want to get that way. <laughs> but now that I'm getting older, I'm starting to say that got that has to be a great life to actually be to where you can actually just be with somebody and not just be with them because of sex is good or not think about sex. And it's like, because I think for most men, I'm not saying all, mm-hmm. but, for, but for most men, every day, damn near every hour, you're thinking about sex. And to me, honestly, that's sort of like problematic and maybe it's a society thing now, but I think that's kind of stressful and problematic because we think about sex so much in the first place. But is it, is it, is it, I don't think that's just a man thing though. Well, I ain't gonna, I don't, I've never been a woman, so I can't tell what I'm gonna say. I don't, I've never been a woman, but I've had plenty of conversations. I have had a lot of conversations with women. So women, do, I think, do, I think thinking about sex is a very healthy thing. Am I wrong? I mean, oh. no, not at all. I mean, again, as Dr. Woodard was alluded to earlier, you want to be comfortable mm-hmm. talking about these types of subjects. Um, and I think what has happened is that, you know, it has become a taboo subject mm-hmm. um, when really it's not. So when people are thinking about it, they think that there's something wrong or they're abnormal, mm-hmm. but that's not it at all. You know, mm-hmm. we as human beings, we all have a sex drive that's part of our existence. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that we should shy away from, but, you know, it's something to embrace um, and be able to, you know, talk openly about it, you know, especially from a dysfunctional standpoint. You know, uh, if something is going wrong, you want to be able to effectively communicate uh, particularly to your health care provider so that you can you know as we've been talking about get down to the root cause and, and resolve any situ- uh, issues you may have going on yeah and and this is not uh you know we uh i think Brittany, dr woodard said earlier about a dirty little secret mm-hmm. it's funny that that that, that st- phrase is even said because this is really not a secret no. <laughs> i mean every uh everybody as you alluding to will uh thinks about it at some point uh now uh to kind of get to what you were talking about your dad and he's saying that you won't think about it like that mm-hmm. uh, uh one reason could be is that if it's been uh if you've had a dysfunctional sex life for a while then why would you think about it and so again it just goes back to the preparation like i say and it's not just one thing to prepare we were talking about kegels earlier but it's what you're eating Again, coming to see Dr. Williams and I, coming to see Dr. Woodard, it, it's, it's the sum total of everything. You know, at Align for Life, we say you need proper chiro care, mm-hmm. proper nutrition, proper exercise, and proper rest to make you a whole person. And when we say that, we, we are alluding to what the definition of health is. According to the World Health Organization, WHO, health is not merely the absence of disease or infirmity, mm-hmm. but it is the complete mental physical and social well-being of a person so when you come in to see us dr williams and i as well as dr woodard we're not just we, we hear what you're saying something wrong erectile dysfunction my back hurt what you know whatever but we also know that uh it's other parts of that that's involved too your lifestyle you know your home life all that stuff is involved and it, it's the sum total and so if you if you address one area and you don't kind of touch on others, then you kind of fail. I always, I always uh, make this analogy with patients trying to get them to understand this. It's like when we go to school. We don't just take one class for a semester or a quarter. We take multiple classes, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm pretty sure Star can really, because she's a teacher, she can really relate to this. If you have one subject that you make an A in, 
but you fail all the other subjects. You have failed that quarter semester. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. We will concentrate on, we're talking about the erectile, we'll concentrate on the penis, right? But we forget about all the eating right, exercise and all that. And so that's why you have to go back and pop those pills. That's why the sex life is not where it needs to be. Okay. Dr. Water, Mm -hmm. where do you fit in? Where do you fit into this whole holistic way of life? in care and preventive medicine where do you fit like if i had a if if these guys are my regular chiropractor i'm going to see them regularly mm-hmm. where would you fit in how would how would i come into contact with you oh okay so we actually share patients uh so it's a thing that that you can do where you can see a chiropractor i was actually doing some research on um, chiropractic and acupuncture together and it was the article I was reading was saying that you should do them in tandem because you get better so much quicker mm. um, because they are working on the skeletal the muscular skeletal uh, region but I'm working on the soft tissue and uh, nerves and, and blood vessel region and so the combination of both of those together creates a whole package so like dr. William I'm sorry like, like dr. Fowler was saying is that health isn't one aspect, there's a totality of it. So in acupuncture, we focus on not only the physical elements, but also the mental and emotional elements because we're not, we we don't exist in a vacuum and and there are things coming at us from all angles. And so what acupuncture does is it really helps to um, balance your body out mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, So with my patients, I give them affirmations because that's a that's a mental emotional thing while they're laying on the table, mm-hmm. getting their acupuncture. So I, I tie everything in. And then we do on the second visit, I do this thing called an acugraph, which it scans all of your body and lets you know how well each of your internal channels are functioning. And then um, it tells us how much energy your body has versus how much your body is able to utilize because you might have a ton, a ton of energy. But if you can't utilize it, doesn't matter. Um, it also shows you like where your major imbalance is located. And then it comes up with an eating plan for you to address all of those issues through food. Because like we were talking about, diet is incredibly important because what you put in your, your body on a daily basis has to affect your, your health. Mm-hmm. Because the food that you're eating is literally the nutrients that goes to your cells. Then that nutrients then creates your energy. It creates your hormones. It creates everything in your body. So food has to matter. And so by that machine by creating the the meal plan for you or the the eating list for you um all the foods that you'll be eating are going to be medicinal for you so you'll be eating your medicine which is what you need to do Mm. anyway that's good yes instead of taking all these supplements i'm taking them and ain't doing a damn thing but making me sleepy (laughs) food should be your medicine medicine should not be your food right Right. i like that right Right. that makes sense Mm-hmm. Even though it tastes terrible. <laughs> oh God, it does. No, oh it God, doesn't have to. People no. always associate oh, well. healthy eating with well. like this is gonna be so bland. It's yeah. gonna be so awful. But spices are also medicinal. Cinnamon is good for you. Turmeric is good for you. Yeah, ginger, ginger, all of those things. Again, you just got to reach. See, we have been, and I'm talking about in general. Yeah, we have been conditioned to like certain things Mm -hmm. Uh, and those certain things most of them are not healthy or good for us but because we have been taking it from the time you leave the womb a lot of us we're eating this like cow's milk and and all this other crap this sugary soda yeah all that stuff and so so your taste buds 
have gotten used to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just got to re-engineer or recondition your taste buds. That's all you have to do. And that's and true. Even if you been like tr- sugar, I've been trying that. The natural sugar, yeah. not mm-hmm. the processed sugar. I've, I've, been, I've been trying that, but it's like can't find a healthy chocolate chip cookie that tastes like a nasty bag of bad for you chocolate chip cookie. But the thing, is, have you had real the thing is, is that uh, your have you had real chocolate? Yes, I'm trying to have a chocolate chip cookie that tastes like a healthy chocolate chip cookie that tastes like a bad for you chocolate chip cookie. I've had you can't find that. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yes, it tastes like this, this is a healthy one. No. But the thing is, is that the more healthy you eat, your taste buds start to change. I think yeah. that's what that Dr. Is Dr. True. was trying to that, that yeah. is true. Yeah. That is true. And so then your, your cravings change. And so you may not yes. want that chocolate chip cookie anymore. You may want things that are going to really sustain and support your body. That's true. Yeah. You might want that a cow true. instead of milk chocolate. Milk. Because like right now I can't even uh, like right now I don't have a taste for it. Like I, I use I just use chocolate chip cookies, mm-hmm. but I really don't have a taste for a chocolate chip cookie now because of stuff that I'm starting to eat mm-hmm. and trying to now change up. And it's I'm yeah. like man. Yeah. I got that way with milk um, mm-hmm. just because. I was like, I stopped buying cow's milk mainly because it went bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw that I was doing soy for a while, and I was just like, eh, I don't really know if I want to keep doing that. But then I moved into, like, the almond milks because they last longer. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I don't have to buy you as much. Right, right, and right. And it, right. Healthy. It's and right. It, I only use it for cereal. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yep. and I once it's I finish with it, I'm like, I don't drink the milk, so right. why am I spending all this money on this? <laughs> so, I can Right. So, so we, we, you know, we, we have a lot of proverbs that we talk about, right? Just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what, what a proverb that I like to uh, tell people uh, when we talk about diets and stuff. And uh, so that proverb goes as: If your diet is bad, medicine is of no use. So in other words, if you eating bad, I don't care how much medicine you take, it's not going to do what it's supposed to do. You're right. That's the but way that I'm proverb thinking. goes on to say: If your diet is good. Then medicine is of no need. Yeah. Yep. Just like Brit, uh, Dr. Woodard was just saying, food is your medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these are our ancestors that said this now. Yeah. That's the way I feel. Anytime you see the stereotypical person on TV or whatever that is hugely overweight, mm-hmm. got all the food in front of him, and they get a Diet Coke. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so what is this doing for you? Isn't that what uh, Clump did? Uh, it's 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 all the problem. I'm try- at least I'm taking it step by step. But if, you don't, but if you don't need the sweetener that's in Diet Coke, it will hurt you. Because like, yes. for me, I can't eat anything that has aspartame in it. Because it mm-hmm. will, I will literally get sick. Mm-hmm. I need sugar. Oh. In my system, I, I, and and the thing about that too, our bodies need sugar, our bodies need salt, all that stuff. That it, our bodies need fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just don't need it in the and amount, the <laughs> amount, yeah, and the quantities that we're getting it on a on a daily basis, right, right. And that's what that's what I'm finding out more and more is about about how much, like it's it's that thing about how much are you supposed to take in of each thing every day. How much protein? How it much? Is. How many carbs? How, how many like vitamin? How many levels of vitamin person. D? Well, yeah. and, and a lot of that too depends on the the physical and mental demands you're putting on your body. Okay. You know, like for me, you know, going through chiropractic school, we would have hours and hours and days of long study sessions and things of that day, nature, writing papers, doing research. Mm-hmm. Mental stress. It fatigues you. Mm-hmm. It makes you hungry. You know all these different things. So we think just about the physical demands that we put on our bodies. We don't give enough credence to the mental yeah. demands that we put on our bodies. Yeah. 
So we have to feed our bodies what our bodies need. Mm -hmm. And as Dr. Woodard alluded to earlier, our bodies, you know, have a way of telling us what it needs, Mm -hmm. when it needs it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to touch on that. Um, So the different cravings. So in Chinese medicine, we have different flavors that are associated with different channels. And so different cravings, like you were talking about sweets. Mm -hmm. Well, your body craving sweets from a Chinese medicine perspective, is your spleen, the spleen channel, saying it needs nutrients because the spleen channel, the flavor that's associated with it is sweet. So your body's not craving chocolate chip cookies. Your body's craving carrots. Your body's Mm -hmm. craving sweet potatoes because there's nutrients in those foods that your body's missing. And and the way your body's trying to communicate that is through the craving for that food that has those nutrients. So do you, yeah. so, uh, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not being a smart ass when I ask you this. So are you saying like, if ever I have that craving for like a sweet, probably eat like a carrot or something like that, that's probably a curve that? Yeah. So I, I tested that theory cause I have a sweet tooth. Yeah. And so, um, and I know like I have a spleen issue and from a Chinese medical perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, I started buying applesauce, like the no sugar, um, just like the Mott's applesauce. Yeah. Um, and my, my my sweet craving was gone. And so I started just eating that instead of a cookie or instead yeah. of some cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my sweet craving started to decrease. Not because not because I was doing anything. It was just I gave my body the actual thing that it needed. Mm-hmm. And then it got the nutrients from the from the apples and from the fruits that I was eating. Then okay. it didn't need then it didn't it, the deficiency was filled and the sweet craving went away. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And so I'll you, try that. you think about, uh, and Dr. Woodard was just talking about the spleen. So what does the spleen do? Clean everything. <laughs> yeah. The spleen stores red blood cells. Mm-hmm. Which is the one that doesn't do anything but is in you. Is it the gallbladder? Everything. Everything everybody does. Everybody. Does. Everybody. Everything. Everything. Including, including the appendix. The appendix. Oh, that's been, one thing about it. I think yeah. the appendix is it is We've been doesn't brainwashed into yes. believing that yes. the appendix yes. is moot. It is not a moot organ. God okay. God did not put, put nothing in our body if it messes up. that wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Okay. God didn't put anything in our body that wasn't supposed to be there. So the True. spleen stores red blood cells. The red blood cells carries oxygen. Yep. Oxygen is needed in every muscle in the body. Mm-hmm. If the penis is not getting oxygen, it ain't gonna work. I'm just taking it back to what we were talking nah, about. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's exactly Dr. What it is. Brittany. Yes. Where can you be found? I um actually I have two locations. What? Now. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um I am currently at the E Refresh building at eighteen hundred Jonesboro Road. Um, on the third floor yes. um, yeah. with the chiropractors. Right next door. Yeah, literally. We share a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then my new location is in downtown Decatur. Um, we are having a grand opening June 5th. June 5th, if you okay. Can come out. Um, it's uh, 242 Sycamore Street. We're going to have food and music and um, a lot of other things and vendors. Um, so. At the new location, there's a style of acupuncture. It's called community acupuncture. And so what community acupuncture is, is it takes what would be a private session and you have multiple people in the room with you. And so the benefit of that is there's several benefits. One of the benefits is I'm not sure how religious people are in here, but when two or more come together, yes. it it's magnifies, church. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's church. Yeah. Pass the plate. Pass the plate. <laughs> so, Pass the plate. So it magnifies the healing experience. Um, so that's one of the benefits of community acupuncture, but also it decreases the cost 
because if there are three other people in the room with you, you guys can share the cost. Um, mm -hmm. So what it takes what would be like a hundred dollar or one twenty treatment and makes it a forty dollar treatment. So that's a lot more affordable. And so for people who have really serious conditions or erectile dysfunction kind of conditions where they need to come in multiple times to really get that blood flowing, it makes it more accessible to them because most people can, you know, come multiple times with $40 as opposed to coming multiple times a week paying $100. Um, so decreased costs, increased healing capacity, um, and then you it's also uh, more accessible to you. So that's what we do at the Decatur office that's open in June 5th. Please yes. come out. <laughs> Please make sure you send those flowers so I can know. What time? I will definitely. It is from 12 to 5. Okay. Yeah. And Docs, where y'all at again? So we are also located at the EB Fresh Farm Oasis, 1800 Jones Barrel Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30315. Uh, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.eurofinespine.com. You can also find us on social media, all the major platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Aligned, A-L-I-G-N-E-D, the number four, Life, L-I-F-E. Or you can give us a call directly. The number is 404-383-1110. Yes, and as we always say, if you want to be fine, Take care, Take care of your spine. Your spine. Yeah. I love y'all slow here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, um, just one score update. The Hawks did win 105. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and let, let me say something before we get off the air. Uh, Dr. Woodard was talking about uh, not having the sex drive when she was in uh, like high school, college, uh -huh. and all that. That's because her husband, Chris, hadn't made his move yet. That's all. That's all. <laughs> 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 hey, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. About that time, we're going to sweep these flows. We're going to clean these clippers. Oh, shout out. Oh, one, one quick shout out. Shout out to Petrie Ridge High School. My daughter graduates Sunday. All right, all right, all right. Proud, Pappy. Oh, my God. I'm about to cry. Sunday at 7 o'clock. Oh, same time Hawks are playing. Mm. <laughs> I love you, baby. DVR. Right, 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 right. right. So I apologize, my brother. Let's go with it. Hey, it's all good. Um, since you broke um, broke in and um, interrupted, the bathroom is yours. Get out. <laughs> the shop is closed. <laughs> We're talking enemies, talking random. We're talking enemies, talking random. Hey, they're coming one and all into the barbershop where the conversations rise. Talking random. 
Talking random.